welcome to Thriving as a Physician, the podcast that teaches you to thrive in your weight loss and life while juggling a packed physician schedule, because you deserve to thrive. Each week, I share sustainable, enjoyable tools that work in your busy life so that you can reach all of your goals faster with more confidence. Everything in this podcast is backed by my experience as an obesity medicine physician, years of coaching physicians on weight loss and eating, and my own personal weight loss journey. Let's get thriving. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss for physicians. I am not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician-patient relationship. This podcast does not replace the need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. episode 265 of the Thriving as a Physician podcast, How to Lose Weight and Love Your Life. I'm your host, Siobhan Key, and I'm really happy that you're joining me today. I have a good one for you today. We are talking about how to have a deprivation-free holiday season. It is so common that holidays immediately are connected with either I have to totally mess up everything I've worked on over the year with my eating and weight, or I'm going to have to feel very deprived and restricted and use a ton of willpower. What I'm going to teach you in this episode is the middle ground because you can enjoy your holidays and also honor your goals. How do I know that? It's because it's what I've been doing for quite a few years in my own weight journey as I've figured it out. And it's what I teach the physicians inside Thrive Academy for Physicians how to do. And we've been having tons of conversations around this inside our coaching calls, because these are really common issues. And I I want you to just consider if you actually had control on what your experience was like around food this holiday season, you could design it any way you want. What would it be? Just consider that because it's a question we probably don't ask ourselves really often in any area of our eating and weight, uh, and particularly around the holiday season. It's often just a given that it has to either feel like you're out of control or you're hanging on for dear life with willpower. And if we start asking ourselves better questions, start asking ourselves, what do I want it to feel like? How do I want my experience to go when I am around a whole bunch of cookies or other treats or when I go to parties? You start to be more empowered. You start to feel more in control and overall your holidays are going to go smoother. So I thought I'd share with you, uh, we got a puppy a couple weeks ago and it wasn't super planned. We had known we were going to get another dog in the next couple years. And then for whatever reason, this uh, puppy from one of the rescues uh, just spoke to me and it just ended up happening over the course of a week. But man, he's sweet. I think I don't get too... um, uh, what would be too frou-frou very often, but I'm like, I think he was meant like the connection was meant for us at a time where I think I probably needed a little bit of puppy distraction. And it's so interesting because as soon, as soon as he came home, he attached himself to me. So he's a three month old puppy, a little bit older now who follows me around the house. And if I'm doing something, will lay down and watch me do it. <laughs> It's so, so funny for a puppy to, to do that. But 
um, anyways, he's very sweet. So I thought I'd uh, share that news with you. Uh, now, let's talk. Oh, right. Before I forget, <laughs> totally forgot the important thing. Over this month, I am sharing holiday pep talks. I'm sending them to my email list. Very short videos, about one and a half minute each covering really important things for enjoying your holidays and also honoring your goals. So if you want in, if you don't get my emails already and you want to get these holiday pep talks, and you should because they're really good. Even my Thrive Academy members who have access to me to ask any sort of question are giving me feedback that they're finding these pep talks super helpful. Um, so head over to Instagram or Facebook find me it's at dr siobhan key d-r-s-i-o-b-h-a-n-k-e-y make sure you follow me uh but then dm me the word pep talk that will activate a, just an automated sequence where you will get signed up and you'll start getting the pep talks right away easy peasy that's at dr siobhan key on instagram or facebook dm me the word pep talk to get signed up and really you really should pause this pull over if you're driving just get signed up so you don't forget about it, so you don't miss them. It's one of those things where you need to sign up now so you keep getting them as I release them because I don't have it set up where I can give you the past ones. Um, all right, let's talk about deprivation and holidays. Think about how have your holidays usually gone? Mine for years and years and years and years of my life were this balance of heading in, feeling a bit deprived, feeling like, okay, I can't eat all that stuff. It's too much. I have to be careful. Uh, and then at some point giving up and being like, ah, oh, screw it. I'll figure it out in January and eating it all and going above and over the top. I remember my mother-in-law used to um, have like bowls of chocolate everywhere. And we were in, I grew up in a house that didn't have chocolate everywhere. And she'd have like bowls of turtles, which as a kid were my like favorite turtles, my favorite chocolate. And they were just out there and there were bowls in them. <laughs> and I would have so much difficulty when we'd come home from university and be at her house. Like, I don't even know how many turtles and after eight mints and all the different chocolates. Like there was bowls of all different ones out and they were readily restocked, guys. <laughs> it was a challenge. And I didn't know how to be in that environment and not eat the stuff. Um, I think I would try sometimes. And then, then, like I said, at some point, there was like a tipping point in the holidays where I would just be like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> I just, I can't, I'm just going to enjoy the chocolates and away I go. Downside to that, and I, I know a lot of you will identify with that, that you've been there, but the downside is then towards the end of December, beginning of January, physically, you might not be feeling your best. You may have regrets about the food that you ate. And then you start thinking, okay, how am I going to fix this? How am I going to recover from this? Um, and the recovery, the especially if you had been working on weight loss leading up to it, and you end up gaining some weight uh, over Christmas or over the holiday season, um, the recovery can feel like a lot of work. And sometimes it takes work and time to recover from it. And what I want to pose to you is we don't need to do this every year. We can have really enjoyable holidays, eat amazing food, enjoy the treats and the baked goods and things like that that are important to you for your holidays, and also stay focused on your goals so that there's not a whole lot of stuff to recover from. 
it is possible. You can have both. You just, we need to think about it differently. We need to have different skills. So we're going to talk today about how to not be deprived this holidays. Next week, I'm going to be talking to you about what to do about those cookies. If the cookies feel like they control you, what do you do about them? How do you feel that you're the one that's in control when there's endless cookies presented all around you? Um, so make sure you check in next week and listen to next week's episode too. Okay, where does deprivation come from? Let's just start at the basics. The deprivation comes from the idea that there is something you really want, but for some reason you can't have it. Maybe you're not allowed to have it. Maybe you can't access it. Um, maybe it's limited supply. But it's that core feeling of, I really want this and I can't have it. And so therefore I feel deprived. Or maybe even my life would be better if I could have this and I can't. And so I'm being deprived of that, of things being better in some way. And if we think about that with eating, if you like look at a cookie and you're like, oh, I can't have it, I shouldn't have it. And in your brain, you're like, but it's going to feel so good if I eat it. <laughs> my day is going to be better if I have that cookie. And your brain's like, it's going to light up all our dopamine receptors. Of course, it's going to be better. And then if you're just trying to not eat it based on, I can't have it, I shouldn't have it, it's not good, it's bad food, you're going to feel really deprived. So when we talk about deprivation and food, especially around the holiday season, there are layers to what create the deprivation. It's not just the diet mentality um, of like, those are bad foods and we can't have them. That definitely influences it. But there's other things that I want you to consider when you're thinking about why is it that I might experience deprivation over when I make food choices in the holiday season. Number one, it's thoughts about the food. So thinking about those, the treats and the things that are around you and having thoughts about how wonderful it would be and how delicious it would be and how you never get to have it and how alluring it is. All of that really builds up desire for your brain and it gets really attracted to that food. It pumps it up. We can change that by changing how you think about the food. Yes, there are things that are really exciting and really delicious. But also, if we're being honest about holiday treats, there's also some crappy stuff. And there, but if we're not careful about how we're thinking about it, it all gets painted with the same brush and our brain's like, oh, it's so amazing. It's all so great. We need to eat all of it. So we need to notice how we think about the foods and then work on shifting them. And we're going to talk more about that. Uh, second layer to having a deprivation free holiday is really working on keeping your mind clear. If you are so overwhelmed and so stressed out with everything that you're trying to get done this month, it's going to be hard for your brain to not just revert into the old patterns of thinking around food and food choices and weight, etc. Um, if, if there's just literally no space for you to think about your goals and think about what experience do I want to create, it's going to just default to the way you've always done it, which will mean you have one of those Decembers where you try hard but ultimately give up and have to re read fix it in January. And then the third thing we're going to talk about is setting yourself up for success with the food around you. That um, it, it's, there's things you can actively do to make it easier for you to really enjoy food and 
Also, maybe say no to some of the food that doesn't work so well for your body. And say no without feeling deprived. So the first one is the thoughts. And this is really the biggest area to work. But man, if you can figure this out, huge, huge. It takes practice, but man, it's powerful. And so the... Um, sorry, I was just going to say, I remember when I realized back with my Wendy's French fry stuff, that some of the reason, if not all the reason why they were so attractive had nothing to do with actual French fries. It was because of all the different thoughts I had practiced thinking about how wonderful they were, how hot and crispy they were, and all these thoughts. And when I realized wait, if I can do that with that food, that means I can dial back how attractive that food is to me just by how I'm thinking about it. And it means I can increase how attractive other foods are to me by thinking really attractive, desire-filled thoughts about them. Um, And this is something that we work a lot on inside Thrive Academy for physicians, because when you learn this and you learn how to pull these levers, you can be around any food. You can get yourself to eat any food with enjoyment, without feeling deprived because of how you structure, how you think about the food. Now, one of the biggest things in the holiday season that triggers so much overeating is thoughts around scarcity. So you need to be aware of these and monitoring for them. So any thought that's like, this is my only chance. This food is only available here. I can't get this any other time. I'm going to have to start being careful when the holidays are over. All of those sorts of thoughts fall into the category of scarcity. They make you feel like the food is a limited resource. And when it feels like the food is a limited resource, that automatically will trigger you to want to overeat. So how do we change that? Well, none of this food is a limited resource. Even the stuff that feels like it's only available during this time of season, generally you can access it other times. Like, you know, that baked good that only gets made this season. Well, if you really, really wanted it in July, you probably could find a recipe and make it. We choose to only have them available during this season because of cultural reasons and just routine. But if we change how we talk to ourselves and we're like, it's not that they're only available now. I could make them any time of this year. If I don't know how to make them, I bet I can Google order some online and access it if I really, really want it. That just calms yourself down. It takes your brain out of like, this is my only chance, my only opportunity. I got to get it in now. It's like, it'll be around, especially the things like the boxed chocolates. Like I remember when I was a kid, those boxed chocolates were only available through the holidays and maybe Valentine's, I think. Whereas now they're everywhere at any time of the year. And so, you know, if you get boxed chocolates from patients, which is a lovely gift, but you don't want to eat all of them, reminding yourself, you know what, this was lovely. I can appreciate the thought. I can really have gratitude for what's behind the gift, but I don't actually have to eat them now. They are available to me any other time of the year. I could choose to, but I don't have to. And then the other piece of it is focusing on 
why you don't want to eat all the things. Again, in the holiday season, it's such a food focused time. It really activates that part of our brain that's like, but I want, I want, and I want, and I want. We're kind of in a consuming mode really over the holiday seasons in general. And so it's worthwhile giving your brain act or equal time to think about why might you not want to eat all the things. Like, yes, they taste really good in the moment. Of course they do. But there's a reason why you don't want to just let loose and eat everything that you come across. You have reasons for it. Reminding yourself of what those reasons are really helps. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that next week when we talk about how to feel more in control of cookies or whatever other treats it is that you're struggling with. When you make a food decision from a place of, you know what, I could have that, but I'm choosing not to because I don't think I'm going to feel that great later today. It might make me crash. Whatever your reasons are, that decision automatically is less likely to feel like you're being deprived because you're not making it about there's too many calories and that's going to go straight to my hips or all that other sort of diety thinking that we're used to that does make you feel deprived. You've got a reason that you like and it's truthful and you can make decisions from that standpoint. All right, number two to have deprivation-free holidays is keeping your mind clear. Now, the holidays are super busy. And they're busy from the holiday standpoint, you know, regardless of which holidays it is that you're celebrating this month, uh, it generally adds more, more work often, but also just more time to do the celebrating and to enjoy the holidays. And when we are living pretty packed schedules as physicians, adding in that little bit of good stuff creates stress because it, you know, kind of stresses an already packed system. And so, and then we throw in too that often colleagues are away, you might be covering for people. So you might need to be, when you are working, working a little bit more. Um, it can be really challenging, you know, a time of year that's marketed as being like super relaxing, super lovely and family time may not feel that way to you. It may feel very stressful and like you don't have time to relax and enjoy the holiday. So what's the answer? Well, we need to find time for self-care. Self-care during the holidays is not optional. If we go through the holiday season and we don't create space for ourselves, and by the way, it's really easy when you get busy for your brain to be like, nope, self-care is out. That's the thing we got to get rid of. It's the e often the easiest thing for your brain to get rid of. But when that happens, <clears throat> it means that you are probably more likely to fall into eating habits that you've always done. I talked about that a bit at the beginning, but your brain just goes back to habitual patterns. Creating some self-care and self-care can look different for everybody. It doesn't mean you sit down and journal for hours. It can be that you're like, you know what, through my days, I'm going to take like five minute breaks. I give myself two or three five minute breaks during the day and just take a moment to take some breaths, settle down and then continue on with my day. Or maybe it looks like you take a transition break where between work and coming home or going to the, you know, next holiday thing, you give yourself like 15 minutes just to decompress and do something that's relaxing for yourself. Doing some form of self-care creates space in your brain. It quiets your brain a little bit. It takes you out of those patterns of like, there's so much to do, not enough to do, or not enough time. 
that really hectic, hurried feeling, and it gives you space to consider the things I'm talking about today. If you don't do self-care through the holiday season, it's going to be really hard for you to have space to consider these other things that we're talking about. And then most likely what will happen is your holiday eatings doesn't go the way you wished it would. And then the problem with that is you'll probably beat yourself up. And I think totally not helpful, which if you've listened to this podcast, you're aware of that, but it's also preventable. We don't have to end our holiday season feeling bad about what we ate, but creating self-care opportunities is a really important piece of it, even though it feels like it's not food related. And sometimes what I'm talking about for self-care may feel like it's so small, it couldn't possibly have an impact, and yet it can. It doesn't have to be big change to have a significant impact. I like to think too, when we're thinking about self-care, is thinking about like a dose adjustment. So basically, if your stress level goes up, the tendency is to drop the level of self-care. It's just often a reaction. The skill that we need to work on is my stress level is going up or it's predictably going to go up this time of the year. And so therefore, my self-care level needs to come up too. I need to match the increase in the stress level by increase in restorative activities that will help me be able to maintain what I need to maintain during this stressful time. And hopefully enjoy myself a bit more and also feel more in control around the food that is everywhere during this season. Okay, number three, tip number three for deprivation free holidays is uh, setting yourself up for success with food options. And again, we'll talk more about this next week too, because I think it's really overlooked. It's our brains go either I don't have anything or I have all the things and the, you know, the full, full sugar, full carb, full everything. If we can think and, and two, the piece of I don't get the things is I never get a treat. I never get a reward. And that feels deprivation-y to coin a new term. So what we need to do is fill in the gap between those two and think about what what foods do work for my body? What foods am I excited to eat? How can I set myself up where, yeah, if I want to treat, there's a treat around that works for my body where I can enjoy it and also feel like I'm still staying focused on my goals and also still feel the best that I can in my body. So really stocking your favorite foods that work for you. I went to Costco this weekend and woo, it was a big Costco <laughs> shop. But every every December, I go and I'm like, all right, let's get stuff for charcuterie. And it's like my cheese season is what December is, because I'm like, let's just get some interesting cheeses so that the fridge is stocked. So if we want like an evening snack, or people come over, you can just put out a charcuterie tray, which because both my husband and I eat low carb, that works really well for us. And we enjoy it, especially when it's really delicious cheese. Um, so doing things like that, uh, flavored nuts would be something that I stock at the office. I've got in my bag. I've got a few different options at home, but really thinking what works for you. Today, when I was driving home from the gym this morning, I'm like, I haven't had burrata for a while. I'm going to go buy some burrata. If you have not experienced burrata, you need to, <laughs> as long as you eat dairy. Um, it's basically like creamy cheese wrapped around fresh mozzarella. 
if you just make a simple salad with it and some good tomatoes and some basil, a little bit of balsamic vinegar, olive oil, salt and pepper on it. Amazing. One of my favorite foods to eat and I haven't had it for quite a few months. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to buy burrata this week and enjoy some burrata salads uh, as just, and when I'm eating a burrata salad, it's very low carb. And yet there is no sense of deprivation. It's like one of those things I make where I'm like, man, I'm happy that the way I, my way of eating that works for my body includes burrata salad. It's so delicious. Now you guys are all probably going to go try and find burrata, which I encourage you to do. It's delicious. Um, but thinking, what are those things for you? I've shared what mine are. Depending on how you eat, what works for your body, yours might be different. My other one that I'm into right now is crispy tofu. So when I buy the burrata, I'm probably buying tofu too, so that I can make some crispy tofu and put it on some like kind of Asian inspired cabbage bowls this week for some meals, which again, with some really good dressing, sounds delicious to me. And I can get really excited about it. And when I'm excited about the healthy food I'm eating, I don't need to worry about like what cookies are out there. Uh, the other thing is just making alternatives. So if if there are alternatives for you, say if you do eat low carb, making some low carb cookies. That's I've done a couple so far. I'm going to make some other ones um, so that you've got like a really good option that tastes good that doesn't have all the sugar and flour in it, um, if that's the way you're eating. Um, and stock it around, like what I did last year is I made some low carb cookies and then I just took a container of them and put them in the fridge at work so that when all the other stuff started coming in from patients, uh, I could just, if I wanted a cookie midday, I didn't have to feel like I'm not allowed cookies. I just choose the one that actually tastes good, but also I still feel my best when I eat, which would be a low carb alternative. And then the other piece is just, you know, the truly special foods, because there are truly special foods where you do want to enjoy the full version of it. When you do enjoy them, really focus on enjoying it. Savor it, slow down, really enjoy it. Um, do yourself the favor of not just kind of pushing through, telling yourself you shouldn't be eating it and then mindlessly eating it so you don't experience it. Slow down, enjoy it. You deserve it. It is okay to eat stuff this month that you don't normally eat. It's part of the celebration and we don't have to completely disconnect that in order to be successful in your weight loss goals. Um, so just summarizing what we've talked about if you want to enjoy deprivation-free holidays, number one, focus on your thoughts, both about the foods you are eating and the foods you're choosing not to eat. There's levers there that you can learn to play with. It's a fantastic skill to work on. Um, number two, keep your mind clear. Make sure you're caring for yourself so there's space in your brain to consider your goals as you navigate a very food-focused environment. Number three, set yourself up for success with food options, things that you really love to eat that also work for your body. Consider alternatives. And then when you eat the, the full bodied thing, really enjoy it. Really savor it. You deserve that. All right. If you are feeling deprived, I what I would do is start with one of those categories. Again, you don't have to do them all at once. That might be overwhelming, but you can be like, okay, which one resonates the most with me? Which one do I want to focus on right away? Um, to start feeling less deprived. My guess, 
would be the simplest buy-ins would be either the self-care piece or just deciding, okay, what delicious thing can I go pick up and stock around me that I really want to eat and so I can enjoy and feel like I am being treated that it, it the food is a little bit special this month because it doesn't have to be either the food special and doesn't really work for your body or there's no there's a gray zone of like no specialness every anywhere that doesn't work you it can feel special you can make choices that you don't normally make and you also can still stay focused on your goals. Okay, I hope that was helpful. Make sure you head over to my Instagram or Facebook at Dr. Siobhan Key. Follow me over there so that you get all the posts and different content I create over there for you. And then send me a DM with the words pep talk so that you get my holiday pep talks. It, they're designed so that they're really easy to listen to. Um, when you check your email, you can quickly listen to the video and implement the strategy that I'm talking about right away without working harder. These pep talks will help your holiday season go better so that you don't have as much things that you feel like you have to make up for in the new year. Okay, doesn't get any better than that. Head over DM me pep talk to get you access to those right away so you don't miss any. Okay, have a fantastic day guys. Thanks for listening. Bye bye.